This podcast is part of the Soul Zone Network. Hello, hello, it's Molly and Sarah from TheButterflyConnection.com. We're all connected and we're not alone. What if you could rebirth your soul, spark movement in your life, and reconnect with your authentic self? Join us each week as we connect with Source to answer the burning questions that lie deep within us and gain clarity and wisdom to soar to our greatest potential. Welcome to the Butterfly Connection, where the kinetics of your soul will give you wings to fly. This is BK22. Can you hear me now? Hello, hello. It's Molly and Sarah. Hi, everyone. We hope you're having a fantastic week. And thank you so much for coming back and tuning in again with us this week. If you're a first-time listener, thank you so much for listening to our podcast. Before we get started today, I have an exciting thing to announce to everyone who is listening. We now have a Soul Reflections Academy, and that is located at soulreflectionsacademy.teachable.com, or you can very easily find it right on our website. You can just look for the Soul Reflections Academy and click right into the class. The great thing is, is we have put together a soul reflection challenge. And the soul reflection challenge is free for you to join. It is going to be in the Soul Reflections Academy. You can sign up and we will have our podcasts and any of the guided journaling that we have for you for each week that we podcast. So head on over, Soul Reflections Academy, sign up for free for our Soul Reflection Challenge. Yes. So very excited about that. Today, we want to have a conversation with you about taking back your power. There can be so many situations in our lives where we feel as though we cannot speak up for ourselves where we might be fearful that if we have an opinion that is different from someone else's, that people might not like us anymore, or if we're just having feelings that make us feel like we can't speak up for ourselves. We want to talk a little bit and give you some tools today on how you can start to work through those feelings and regain your vocal power. Because our voices are a very powerful thing, and we all have the right to use them. And being seen and not heard is not a healthy way for us to live our lives. Yes, absolutely. This one hits really close to home for me, because most of my life, I have felt as though I have not had a voice. and. In my process of soul growth lately, I've really started to see that having a voice is part of the enrichment of the soul. 
And when we don't use our voice, when we don't feel empowered and, and feel able to, to tell people what we're thinking, it's almost as if we shrivel up. We kind of shrink down into ourselves and, and hide in a corner. At least that's the way that I've always felt. And it's doing us a disservice to not use our voice, to not speak up, to not utilize those beautiful thoughts from our heart to show the world who we truly are. Yes. And I think also it can be very challenging when we are speaking up for ourselves and the person we are speaking to is incapable of hearing us. That can be just as frustrating as feeling like like you can't speak at all when you actually do start speaking and it's almost as if you've morphed into like another universe where you're not even speaking a language the other person can hear and you see this glazed over look in their eyes and you know that they see that you're physically there yet they can't even hear that you're speaking that can feel equally frustrating and not only frustrating but it can feel very belittling as if okay i'm using my voice but the people that are around me are not respecting it so what can we do what are some things that we can do to gain back our vocal power and that's really what we're going to dig into a little bit more well i think the first and most important thing is to really ask yourself the question, what is going on in your mind? What is the real reason why you feel like you either can't speak up, won't speak up, are completely and utterly afraid to speak up? The, the question you need to ask is, why? Why do I feel this way? And being completely honest with yourself. I know for myself, most of the time, the reason why I don't speak up is because I am crippled with fear. Fear that I might say the wrong thing. Fear that someone else won't understand what I have to say. Fear of judgment that that other person then will look at me in a different way. Or just fear of not being respected and loved. So it's so important to first ask that for the first question of why. Why am I unable to do this? Yes. So elaborating on that, Sarah, and I'm going to ask you the question, when you recognize why you are feeling the fear, what do you start to do to overcome the fear? Well, <laughs> it's not an easy process. Um, it's digging down deep inside myself and saying, I am worth the ability for my voice to be heard. It's coming to a place in my mind where I say, hold on a second. Why am I worrying about what everyone else is doing? And instead of that, I need to focus on myself. And then I look to the topic that we're speaking and I say, what is it that I feel down in my soul that's important that I need to be saying right now? And then the words just come. But if I stay in my head, and I swirl myself in anxiety and worry and fear about what other people think, 
then I'm no longer able to find my voice. So I think it's about going to the core of yourself and saying, what is it? What is it that I have that's important? And then saying to myself, I believe that what I have to say is important. What I have to feel surrounding this is valuable. And I haven't even scratched the surface on this, but it's where I had to begin. And then I had to do it on a daily basis. I'm important. I feel like I have um, important things to say. I am worth being able to speak my mind on this. And then instead of everything being external, everything becomes internal. Thank you for sharing that. Another thing I think that can be very helpful when you're in the moment where you're afraid to speak is really ask yourself, what is the worst that can happen? And sometimes I think that you can almost unfear yourself if you go into a ridiculous saying for what is the worst that could happen. So for instance, say you're having a conversation with somebody and they have an opinion that's different from yours. And you're afraid that if you share that opinion, that it's either going to end up in an argument or that person is not going to like you anymore. Just make sure you're saying it in a loving way and in not in a combative, attacking kind of way. But ask yourself, what's the worst thing that can happen if I give my opinion in a loving way? Because this is what I know in my soul is who I am. Like I know deep in my core of this is who I am. I respectfully don't agree with that person, but I'm going to give my opinion. And ask yourself, what's the worst that could happen? And be ridiculous about it, all right? The person's going to slap you in the face. A lightning bolt is going to come down <laughs> and just, you know, end up like hitting you in the middle of the head. I mean, these these are not going to happen, of course. But, you know, um, what are some other things? Do you have some cl- like creative things, Sarah? What's the worst that could happen if you spoke up, spoke your opinion? Oh, um, I've got one that they spontaneously combust. <laughs> you know. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so if you can think about things like that. And then after you kind of play that through your head, tell yourself, I am strong and I am courage. I am courage. What does courage look like? Courage is, is being able to say what you think and feel in a kind and loving way, regardless of if that other person believes or feels that way. There's nothing wrong with us disagreeing. We can respectfully disagree. It does not have to be a black and white conversation. You can still look at that person and say, I hear you. I respectfully disagree. This is how I feel. The other person can say, I hear you. I respectfully disagree. This is how I feel. And this is why I feel this way. It doesn't make either one of you wrong. It's how your belief system is. And there's nothing wrong with that unless in that moment, whatever that person has to say resonates with you. And we've talked about this before. If it resonates with you in a way that makes sense, being able to empower yourself and having the courage to even 
overcome the fear to speak your feelings and thoughts just gave you a beautiful moment to see a different perspective and to grow from where you're at. Yes, absolutely. Totally agree. Another thing I think that's worth mentioning um, with the alignment with what you were talking about with courage is I really feel that another reason why a lot of us feel fearful about speaking up is we are afraid of confrontation because it's not always going to be a situation where you can come to a place of respectfully disagreeing with one another because not everybody is in the same place. And let's just face face that fact. We're not always going to have moments where we can be adult about things. I totally agree. And so confrontation is a whole other thing because then it isn't so much that you don't feel confident in what it is that you believe or want to say. It's the fear of the reaction from the other person if they are not on the same page. And this is another one for me. My whole life have had fear of confrontation. And I say this to you today because I want you to understand that, you know, you are not alone if you feel this way, but also to tell you that it goes back to the whole, what if, what is the worst thing that can happen? The worst thing that can happen is that person yells at you and turns around and walks away. And at that moment in time, how you can step on the fear is to tell yourself you haven't done anything wrong. You haven't done anything wrong. And if you view yourself as is saying something wrong or believing that you made a mistake in what you said, guess what? You can say, you know what? I misspoke. I made a mistake. What I meant to say is this. But it's about learning how to communicate too. And I think after you understand those points, then the courage that comes in is when you say, you know what, I'm a human being. I make mistakes. I'm not always going to say the right thing. But I think you're doing yourself a disservice by not saying anything at all because you can learn a whole lot more from making mistakes than being afraid to speak up because you're afraid you're going to make mistakes. Absolutely. And the way we filter how we hear everything is not the same. So I could very easily say something to Sarah and I know what I said, but that does not necessarily mean that that's what went through her, her ears, filtered through and was conveyed in the exact same way that I actually said it. And we have actually, I mean, this has happened. We're human. We're best friends. We spend a lot of time together and, you know, we work on the podcast and we share our life happenings and there are there have been many occasions where i've said something or she said something and like we will literally and i'm so grateful we're in a place where we can do this with with our friendship but we can go okay wait a minute i'm confused or wait a minute i don't think i understood that this is what i heard and then the other person will go no that's not what i said this is what i said and then, and we still might go, I, I still don't get it. Like, and it's okay. You can, you can still not get it. But then the other person that's trying to convey the message, we also have to be patient about it because we don't all hear and filter the same way. And I think a lot of times when we're in conversation with somebody, it is so important if we know someone is saying something to us that has value to them, it 
it's important not only to validate their thoughts and feelings in that moment, but to almost paraphrase what you heard to say, okay, I hear you. I hear that you're frustrated right now. This is what I heard you say. Because sometimes we don't, we just don't filter it the same way. So that's really important. I think a lot of times our fear for speaking up is because we might have had one too many situations and experiences where things aren't filtered and people, we don't feel like we're being heard or people get us or we're not understanding the other person. And then you get that whole layer of like frustration and anger and sometimes even an argument that's not even necessary that all we had to do was say, well, this is what I heard and why I didn't understand you or could you explain that to me differently because I just didn't absorb it in the way that you wanted me to. Exactly. And all of the stuff coming to my mind right now is, is really here are the tools. Here are the tools for finding your voice. It's being honest with yourself and it's being honest with other people. It's being willing to communicate with others and learning how to change the tape going on in your head to be fearful of what the outcome of that communication or conversation is. It's understanding that you're going to make mistakes, but it's having the courage and the knowing inside yourself to say that I am worth being heard. So it's all of those things sort of put together. And my friends, it doesn't happen overnight. Believe me, I'm 36 years old and I'm still working on it. I'm working on it with my husband. You know, we have a communication breakdown. But the one thing that um, we have learned is if we don't communicate, things decay, things break down. If we do communicate, so many amazing things happen and I feel like I'm heard. And so think about the relationships in your life. You know, who are the people who you have a really good communication bond with? Who get you? And then think of those people in your life who you wish you had better communication or a better relationship with. Because we all have them. We all have the people that we know we can talk to and we all have the people we wish we can talk to. And then we have those people who we know we'll just never be able to have that with. And so how can you be a better communicator so that you can empower yourself no matter who it is you're talking to? The person that you're very comfortable with, the person that you're not comfortable with, and the person you know who is going to be combative. But in each one of those situations and in each one of those types of people, your message is still important because it is about you and being authentic and being honest. Always. Yes. And in what Sarah is saying, I talked very briefly in the beginning of the podcast about how frustrating it can be to have a voice and utilize your voice, but you feel like the other person isn't listening to you. And that can be a very big decay in in your soul, really, because if you feel like you're only being seen and not being heard, it can cause you to just almost withdraw. It can cause you to be afraid 
to speak up and speak out because the person that you're trying to speak with isn't really hearing you and maybe seeing you there, but not hearing you. And what Sarah's saying, though, is your voice is still important. So even if you are communicating with that difficult person who knows you exist in the room, who maybe even can see that your mouth is moving, but cannot hear what you are saying, we might think that they cannot hear us because they are not responding back or giving us any information. You have to understand if the message that you're saying is authentic and important, and it has something to do with how you feel, how you're being treated, how your beliefs are, if it's something that really needs to be heard, that person is hearing it. They just might not be absorbing it in the way that you are thinking it should be absorbed. Sometimes people hear things and struggle to acknowledge what they're hearing because what they are feeling when they hear it is so overwhelming that they're incapable of communicating at that point in time. So I think for us, when we're trying to have healthy communication with people, it's important that we're also reading body language and having a true understanding of that person. Now, I know if you're talking to somebody that you only haphazardly know, it's a little harder to discern how maybe if that person's uncomfortable or just has a difficulty, difficult time communicating, or maybe they're just as fearful to voice their opinion as as you were in that moment, but you had the courage to do it. So I think, too, it's really important as we try to do our work to have healthy communication and continue to have healthy communication, we also have to have compassion and empathy for people where they are in life. Not everybody is going to be where you are and and every, you know, you might have done all of this work, continual work to go from like step 1 to 10. But if you're encountering somebody at step one with the fear of communicating and having healthy communication, we have to almost not put ourselves back there, but we have to remember where we started and where we're at and celebrate our victory, but have empathy and compassion. Yes, absolutely. Um, That pretty much says what I was going to say, Uh, but also to add to that is to remember that because everyone is in a different place, that we need to remember that just because they may not be able to listen to us or understand us where we're at is not a reflection on us. And that's super duper important with empowering yourself and and having a voice is to remember that everybody's got their stuff just like you have your stuff and they may not be able to listen in the way that you want. But that is not a reflection upon you and what you believe. And I have to say, I had to say that twice because I have to remember that a lot. So just to wrap everything up for you in our discussion of empowering ourselves and finding our voice and really getting started on that journey of quality communication with people. 
and with honoring ourselves and our souls and our thoughts and our feelings and our beliefs. Remember, it is a journey. Remember, however that other person is responding is not a reflection upon who you are. Remember who you are. Remember what you stand for. Remember why it's important for you and why those belief systems are the way that they are for you. Remember how that resonates in within you. And the next time you're in a situation where you want to speak up and you're afraid to speak up, just tell yourself, I can because I believe. I can because I believe. I believe in me. And just do it. Rip the Band-Aid off and do it. Because you cannot start your journey down your path of empowerment until you're ready to rip that Band-Aid off and just try it a different way. It might not go the way you envision it to look. It may go way better than you envision it to look. But you have to get the rip the Band-Aid off and believe you can. Thank you for listening to us this week. We are so grateful to have you listening. And please hop over to our Facebook page, The Butterfly Connection. We would love to hear from you and the things that you're doing to find the courage to empower yourself and to really have a voice for you. Have a blessed and wonderful week. And don't forget Soul Reflections Challenge, Soul Reflections Academy, and the Butterfly Connection Facebook page. Thank you for listening to The Butterfly Connection with Molly Ray and Sarah Courtney. Look for Soul Reflections Academy on our website, thebutterflyconnection.com, and sign up for our free Soul Reflection Challenge. We would love to hear from you. Subscribe to our podcast on iTunes and Google Play and give us a review. You can follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Pinterest. And join us next week for another soul-connecting conversation.